Hey friends, welcome to Faith Coffee and a Kid Podcast. This is your host, Cherie. Thank you for joining me today. I hope you guys had a great weekend. Um, Excuse me if I sound a little nasally. I'm getting over a cold um, that seems to be lingering, but you know, I guess that's for the season, right? With all the change of weather. But I did want to hop on because I have been doing a blog or writing a blog series and it's called 30 days of 30 days of quick tips for your home and um these are just tips that i have used in my own life and so today i wanted to give you the first 15 if you are interested in seeing them or reading them um go to the website at faithcoffeeandakid.com and there's also some handouts um and some printables that you can use um so let's get started Um, So I say that these quick tips help me to take care of my future self. And, you know, life is busy, right? And the more that you pile on top of yourself, the harder that it gets. So I heard this term a long time ago. It's nothing new, but taking care of your future self, I think, is taking care of your well-being um, mentally, physically, um, spiritually, in every way, so that you're able to go along in the week with some sort of, you know, just peace in the midst of what could be total chaos, right? Because we know that life is never what we think it's going to be. You know, we go to sleep one night and we think that the next day is just going to be great. And you know what? There's parts of the day that is are great, right? And then there's parts of the day that just plain out stink. So these series, this series is meant to just kind of um, give you some ideas to take care of your home. And because I think when your home is in order, it does help um, with the mental space, right? I feel like when my house is um, more or less organized or it's clean, um, there is just this sense of um, freedom. Like there's just more free space, right? I don't feel as like cl- clouded or, or cluttered in. So the first tip is really one that I think helps us in so many ways. And that is tip number one is take a kitchen inventory. And you've probably heard me speak about this before, but I cannot stand running back and forth to the store. And so one of the things that I have tried to do is to just kind of take inventory of what I have, right? Um, So looking in those places like your pantry, your fridge, your freezer, And just spending 15 minutes, put a timer on, and looking through the inventory of your pantry and fridge once a week is going to save you both time and money. Definitely do this before you do, um, you know, a grocery haul, because I find that when I go grocery shopping, I can easily get off track. And the next thing you know, I'm buying everything except the things that I need or I'm buying the things that I already have thinking that I don't have them. Um, you know, it's like buying um, pasta and I have like three boxes, right? So just looking and making sure that you're creating a list that makes sense. Um, there's, there is actually a download on the website for an inventory list. So f- again, feel free to go over there and I will make sure that I leave um, the website address in the notes. Okay. Number two is another thing that you've heard me talk about is creating a meal plan. 
You know, when we create a weekly meal plan, it really takes off the stress of thinking about what we're going to make for dinner. I've heard this before. If you don't know what you're making by four, most likely you're going to eat out, right? Or you're going to go through that Chick-fil-A drive-through. And listen, there are some days or like, you know, like last week I was sick. The last thing I felt like doing was cooking. And so there are those times that you're just going to have to go through the drive-through and that's okay. But if that, if, if you try to, you know, not make that the exception, you are going to save time. You're going to eat healthier. Um, and you're going to have a little bit more structure in terms of, um, meal planning. So even if it's not, you know, every single meal, like breakfast, lunch, and dinner, even if you can plan dinner or those prime times where things are really busy. So for some of us, depending on what season of life you're in, it may be in the morning when you have really little ones who you got to feed, you know, as they get older, sometimes kids don't want to eat breakfast, right? But dinner typically is that one meal during the day that everybody is looking forward to eating. Um, So making a meal plan for the week is going to help you um, just make sure that there's something on the table and you're not scrambling. Even if you're getting home late, if you already know what you're making, you're taking that pre-decision out, right? Um, There's a quote by Emily Barnes that says, plan your action, keep it simple, and get it into motion. And I think that really fits into creating a meal plan, right? Keep it simple, plan your action, and get it into motion. Um, one of my sample dinner meal plans is actually on the website. So like, for example, Monday for me, it was salmon, wild rice, fresh beans, Tuesday tacos, um, cilantro, rice, and corn on the cob, Wednesday, spaghetti and meatball casserole. Listen, I have a great recipe if you guys are interested in spaghetti and meatball casserole. I have to say it is really good. And I know people are probably thinking, well, can't you just make it separately? You can. But this tastes, for whatever reason, it tastes so yummy. So that's one of mine. Then you can have leftovers on one day of the week. Um, Another favorite dinner of mine is lamb. If you put lamb in the air fryer, it literally takes 15 minutes on 350. Season it, eat some red potatoes and a mixed salad. It is absolutely delicious. Um, Saturday, make it you know a girl dinner. Eat whatever you want, and then Sunday, one of the things that we do on Sunday is a slow cooker um, roast, and I usually do that with carrots, potatoes, um, some bread, and it is perfect. Put it in in the morning, and by six o'clock, um, it is done and ready to eat, and it makes your house smell delicious. But whatever it is that you enjoy, create a meal plan. It's going to help you out big time. Okay, tip number three is load the dishwasher at night. For those of you who are blessed to have a dishwasher, um, you know, the one thing that I would say in the morning that really clouds up my space is having, my mind space is having dishes in the sink. Now, I actually don't have a dishwasher. Um, I used to years ago, and when I moved, that is one of my must-haves is a dishwasher because I do not enjoy doing dishes. But I will say this, um, if you're able to run your dishwasher at night, you're going to have those dishes done in the morning and not have them in your sink 
and you'll be ready for the next day in terms of, you know, getting your meals ready and then just making it a habit to put those dishes in the sink as soon as you're done. Okay, what tip are we on? We are on tip number four, and this is race the clock. So I have serious issues staying on track, okay? I go from one thing to another and it is a problem, okay? It's a problem in my like work life. It's a problem in my daily life. So one of the things that I've tried to do to stay focused is race the clock. And so I will put on a timer for 15 minutes um, or t- 20 minutes and I will make sure that like, you know, I have certain tasks that I want to do. So one of the things that I do in my home is like, I'll give myself 15 minutes to clean up the kitchen, Um, and you know, if I go over, that's fine, but it is kind of one of those things that train your mind to stay focused on what you're doing. It's kind of a game. And I think it is just, it really works for those of us who have trouble focusing. Okay. Tip number five, create a weekly cleaning schedule. I have a whole podcast episode on create a weekly cleaning schedule. I think this is transformative because the preparation, the organization, and the maintenance is going to help you um, not feel overwhelmed, right? Because it's those days that you're like, okay, Saturday, I'm going to clean the whole house, right? That's overwhelming. So when you break it down and you're able to say, okay, Monday is a busy day, but this is what I have time to do you know, in my home, like polish the tape, like polish, right? Polish is a simple thing. It makes your house smell good. Maybe Mondays are crazy and that's what you do on Mondays. And then Tuesdays are a little less crazier and you decide to do, you know, the laundry. Um, But having that weekly cleaning schedule and trying to stick with it is going to help you not feel overwhelmed. And I think it helps with the orderliness of your home. Um, This has been a real game changer for me and I do try to stick with it. Um, I do, you know, often falter, but when I do stick with it, I definitely notice a difference. Um, And again, I have a whole podcast on that. And I suggest, you know, if you get some time to listen to it, you can hear what I do and maybe incorporate some of those tips into your own weekly schedule. Okay, the next tip, number six, hang a we need this list. Okay, this kind of goes with the inventory, but this is for everything, right? Um, Here's how it works. A we need this list is basically one of those things that can help you Um, eliminate those runs for, or or not even eliminate, but for example, okay, if your kid has a project, right, put up a we need this list and have them list, you know, what they actually need. Um, So the first thing is strategic placement, right? Choose a central location such as your pantry door or a spot in the kitchen where everyone in the family can easily access it. And then encourage your family members to participate in this on this list. Okay, this we need this list. Um, and again, this kind of runs hand in hand with the inventory in terms of food. But there are other things in your house that you may need, like toilet paper, or you may need again, like something that the kids need. So when you have this, we need this list. This is going to help um, when you do make your grocery list and you create your meal plans. 
um, by realizing like there is no milk, right? <laughs> um, so this is something that I have found um, just for myself has worked really good for me, especially if you're thinking in terms of like the week ahead. Okay, number seven is get a lazy Susan for your fridge. Um, or not for your fridge, I'm sorry, for your pantry. For your fridge and your pantry, actually. But the Lazy Susan is like about 12 bucks. It's really, really cheap. And it's just a turntable. Um, you could put it in your pantry, put your seasonings on it, and it just maximizes the space your items are in clear view. So you're reducing, you know, like the food waste. So you're more likely not to forget about that jar, even in the refrigerator um, of, you know, leftover or pickles or whatever. But, um, and it helps with just getting the ingredients out when you need them. So I have a Lazy Susan and I actually really enjoy it. On the website, I have a couple suggestions that I found on Amazon that are really like quick options that you can use. Um, and that is tip number seven. Okay, tip number eight is label the expiration date on your food storage. I have a problem with buying food, forgetting about it, and throwing it away. Happens all the time, okay? Especially with meat, chicken, uh, veggies, things like that. So what I do try to do now is if I'm putting it in a container, if I'm putting it in a big Ziploc bag, I will write the expiration date on it. So if I open up a package of you know ground meat and I'm not using it, all, I'll put it in a Ziploc bag and I will put that um, expiration date on it. And that has helped me use it up before it actually goes bad. Um, It takes a second. You just get a marker, put, you know, 1030 on it. And one of the other tips that you can do that kind of helps is put together foods that expire during the same time. Um, And that's being like super organized, but it really does help out in terms of, you know, not wasting food and letting it expire. And it can help out with your meal plan because then you can use the things that are ready to go bad um, and you can plan your meal around that. Okay, tip number nine, get a basket for your mail and designate a day to go through it. I don't... (laughs) We get a lot of mail, Um, more so now since my daughter's a senior and schools, you know, send their um, promotional materials. And, you know, some of us, I think, have been able to cut down on mail by going paperless with, you know, bills. But if you're still getting a lot of mail, get a basket instead of putting it on your table, causing clutter, get a small basket. It can, you know, there's so many cute little options out there. Put it all in a basket and designate a day to go through it. Um, Pick a day that works best for you, that you have some time. And this is going to really help make sure that you're not missing deadlines for bills, that you are able to kind of get rid of the clutter really quickly, any junk mail. And I would say on top of that, 
Um, you know, if there is a way for you to be paperless, go for it, right? The less mail, the better. But some of us like that mail coming in so that we can actually look at it and it, it like triggers us to, you know, look at, you know, that credit card statement, what you spent, the interest you're paying. So if that's you, there's no, hey, go for it. But if you're finding that the mail is piling up, go ahead, get a little basket, put it in a central part of your home that you don't forget and designate a day to go through it. Okay, tip number 10 is declutter your holiday storage as you unpack it. Um, I am actually putting this tip into use now since I plan on moving in the summer. Um, We have crates and crates of holiday stuff. And some of it, you know, when you go through, you realize, oh, this bob is broke or, you know, this garland has seen better days. Um, This is a great way to just kind of maintain that holiday storage. So as you're going through it or when you're putting it away, decide what has, you know, kind of run out its its use and get rid of it. Um, This is also a great time to store it in a way that you want to store it, right? I've noticed there's so many different holiday storage options out there for wreaths, for lights, you know when you unpack or when you are packing, that's a good thing to keep in mind. And this is a great time to put that on the things you need list. If you need like, you know, packaging for um, your Christmas village or your garland. Um, If you're looking for that, put that on your Christmas, you know, your holiday, like things to need. You can have a separate paper. And that way you're looking at that and you're remembering, hey, before this year closes out and I put this stuff away, this would be a great time for me to go get that storage probably while it's on sale as well. Um, Okay. So tip number 11 is pack your groceries according to how you put them away. Okay. Grocery shopping, so much fun, right? But I I know there is something lovely about somebody else packing your groceries. I actually, one of my first jobs was being a grocery packer at our um, grocery store in Pennsylvania called Giant Eagle. So if any of you out there live in PA, you've heard of Giant Eagle most likely, especially in that Pittsburgh region. And I really learned a lot, okay? And I remember back in the day, my grandmother used to get really particular about how her her like bread was packed and eggs because she did not like smushed bread. And I never really got what the big deal was until I actually had smushed bread, right? Um, but if you are able to, I would say pack your own groceries um, and make it work for you, right? So as you pack your groceries, pack them in the way in which you put them away. So for example, put all your meats in one bag, right? Put all the cold stuff, that totally makes sense. But all those things go in the refrigerator. Put all your fruits in one bag, right? All those things go in the refrigerator. Things that go in the pantry, you can pack those in another bag. Things that go in the bathroom, pack those in its own specific bag. And then as you are bringing those bags in, you can then quickly put them away. Um, If you want to delegate, you can give your family each family member a bag, say, hey, you do the refrigerator, you do the pantry, you do the bathroom, you do the laundry room. Um, And that's a quick way to get the groceries unpacked without spending forever on it. That's actually one of my favorite tips. Um, Okay, 
Tip number 12 is create a family command center. If you have a lot of kids, if you guys are a busy family, um, it's really easy for things to fall through the cracks, right? Um, So creating a family command central is just that one central area in your house that has a calendar, um, a whiteboard, but putting the things on there that you need for the week, right? So taking time maybe on Sunday to say, hey, let's make sure that we have everything on this calendar um, or whiteboard that we need to do this week. So, and I would suggest even putting your own meetings, right? Even for work, because a lot of times like we'll, re- like we'll double book, right? Like your kid has to go to the doctor, but next thing you know, you're double booked because you had a meeting that you forgot about and then it becomes an issue. So putting everybody's meetings on there, everybody's extracurricular activities, um, that is really going to help you just kind of cause, you know, help eliminate some of the stress that happens during a busy week. Okay. Tip number 13, invest in the power of drawer dividers. Okay. I have started becoming more invested in organizational tools. And there was a time when I was really invested in it, right? And I kind of went away from it, but I'm remembering how wonderful it is to have organizational tools that help you separate things so that everything is in its place. A lot of people will do this for a junk drawer, right? Like they will get um, like one of those silverware carton or drawers, like inserts that you can get and, you know, just kind of use that. And you can get these at the dollar store. You can get them at home goods, but drawer dividers are great. So whether you're using it in your kitchen, um, I think a great place to use drawer dividers obviously is in the bedroom. If you have dresser drawers that are overflowing, it is perfect, right? Because it's great for underwear. It's great for socks. Um, it really simplifies your wardrobe. Um, use it for accessories. Um, divide the jewelry, the ties, the belts. Um, and that way they're not getting tangled. They're not getting lost. And it really does help. So in the kitchen, I would say these, the dividers are great for utensils any type of um, cutlery and cooking utensils. Um, the, your wardrobe, I would say socks and underwear and accessories. For your workspace, for your, uh, for your desk, stationery and paperwork. Um, you know, one of the things that I've invested in is just a simple file folder that's like a, uh, the one that kind of opens up and there's all the different files inside of that. I put in everything. Um, I put in our passports, our birth certificates, um, social security cards, everything like insurance papers, you know, important documents that I need. And when you start going through that clutter, and that's why I was talking about the mail, and you really sift out what's important, you can organize it pretty simply usually, right? And these are like really cheap ways to do so. Those organized folders, I mean, some of them are really expensive, but you can get them for as cheap as like seven bucks, right? But get a good one that stands and that's sturdy so that you can have it for a while. Um, And yeah, so I would say these drawer dividers um, could be really helpful to you and just, you know, maintaining that organization in almost every part of your, your house.
Okay, tip number 14 is utilize packing cubes to maximize space. I never really dealt with packing cubes until we went to Europe. And because we were only taking one piece of luggage to Europe, we really had to maximize my, our space. So I, you know, I heard about packing cubes and I thought, you know, I'm just going to take them, see how it goes. Maybe it will work. You know, I, I mean, literally it was like the, this, this, I, I did not pack a lot. I really tried to pack light because I didn't want to be carrying like three packs, three big lug, you know, suit luggage through, you know, Spain. Right. So we were there for a month visiting four different countries, and it was really important to be efficient. And so I started using these packing cubes, and I'm going to tell you what, it really helped maximize the space in my luggage, but it's really also helped maximize the space in my house. So packing cubes are great for packing blankets. Just yesterday or Sunday, I had these blankets that were in my um, closet, it's like kind of a linen closet near my bathroom. It's a small closet. There's not a lot of space, but I do have like this kind of storage bin at the top and I have the blankets in there. And I thought, you know, why don't I just put the the blankets and the packing cubes? That way it will maximize the space that I have in this like this bin that's up there. It's really cute too. Um, (laughs) But the cubes totally work for the storing the blankets. I was able to store three blankets in one cube, which I think is great, okay? Um, Another use for those is seasonal clothing. So if you are, you know, if you live in a place that doesn't have a lot of space, especially in like your closets, you can use those packing cubes to pack up um, seasonal clothing. So, you know, sweaters, coats, um, or even like, you know, the summer clothes now, but it's a great way to pack it up. And then you can store those inside your um, storage containers, Um, depending where you live at. Maybe you could just store them in your closet, but it's neat, it's contained, and they are fantastic. Okay, the last tip. Tip number 15 is automate your bills. Simplify your life by automating your bills. I do this for a few things because, again, it's very easy to forget um, to pay something. And it's not that maybe you don't have the money. It's just that a lot of things are going on in life and you forgot to do it. So by automating your bills, you eliminate that forgetfulness and the late fees. Because who wants to pay a late fee that's like $35 on top of the payment you're already making? No one. It's totally a waste of money. And we do not want to make anyone richer that are already billionaire companies, right? So um, that is one of the perks of automating your bills. And you can say goodbye, obviously, to manual payments, right? Writing checks, licking, or posting, you know, buying postage, sending it through mail. It can be time consuming and tedious. So with bill automation, you can just you know, put an end to these manual tasks, set the payment schedule once, and the rest is taken care of. And the biggest perk is this, it really main, helps you maintain a stellar credit score. Um, one of the, you know, components and factors of a good credit score or FICO score is making sure that your payments are timely. Um, that's huge, right? So when you do this, you're taking out that like human error work 
and your human error and just making sure that your payments are done in time and that's really going to help you have a healthy credit score. You're gonna reduce clutter and paper waste. Again, with the mail, it's gonna help and you'll gain just some peace of mind. you know, I know that when I know my bills are taken care of every month, it really does give me peace of mind. Um, there are some things that I still do manually in terms of like I have um, a ringer on my phone and I put it on my calendar still. I still put on my calendar though when my bills are due and that's just for me to kind of remember like what's coming out of my checking account. But it is also an easy way to track expenses. Um, So that's tip number 15. I will be back next week for tips number 16 through 30. And again, go over to faithcoffeeandakid.com. You'll be able to read these more in depth and you'll also be able to get some resources. So I hope you enjoyed the podcast as always. Please leave a review, leave a comment. I would love to hear what some of your tips are. I think the more that we share, we help each other out. And I hope you have a fantastic week. 